Hello and welcome to the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast post-practice and qualifying betting update. Look, we're a little bit late in the day, but the beauty of it is is that the race starts around 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm your host, Chase Holden, and we got to dive into what we saw in practice and qualifying yesterday for the Cookout Southern 500 uh, Dale and I both had a podcast came out earlier in the week where we checked out the early odds, the early betting lines. You can go back and listen to that right now and uh, hear some of our early claims that we had. Some of those bets that we took early on. I talked a lot about Kevin Harvick on that episode, as well as mentioning uh, Chase Elliott and the possibility of him uh, coming out to put on a clinic. Now, since then, a lot's changed, right? We, we've, we've got some, uh, some, some lap averages set down, uh, and, and I've been looking at those all morning. There's been a lot of discussion in the Discord, which is free, by the way. And, uh, and so we got to dissect it and look at some of the new odds that have been released on Caesars, DraftKings, FanDuel, BetRivers, etc. But before we do dive into the odds, the lap averages, the numbers, everything we're seeing, I want to remind everyone that today... Go to playback.tv slash garage, guys. We will be sweating bets for the Cookout Southern 500 tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. The link is on my Twitter, at GarageGuyChase. Make sure you come there. And if you don't go to my Twitter, that's fine. All you got to do is go to your browser and type in playback.tv slash garage, guys. Around that time, you can literally watch the race, get in a chat, talk with me throughout the race while we watch together and sweat these bets because we got NAS bags to win, baby. All right? That's how it goes. Let's kick things off with the bets that I already do have and kind of circle to see how I'm feeling now. Uh, the Kevin Harvick bet. Look, it, it's, a, it's a gut boy bet. It's a gut boy play you want to believe, right? The lap averages don't show us anything too exciting about K-Harv, but we all know that the lady in black can cause its carnage. I still don't mind the bet at all. You never know what this man's going to be able to do, what he's going to be able to cook up. I know on DraftKings right now, you can get him at 14 to 1 to win. Uh, it looks like possibly the best odds that you're going to get on him is still going to be over on Bet Rivers. 18 to 1 is what I am seeing over there. Uh, 16 to 1 on Caesars and so on and so forth. I don't really dive into much to MGM uh, or some of the other books out there, but Caesars, Bet Rivers, DraftKings, FanDuel, that's usually my main four books that I play on. So Bet Rivers has that line at 18 to 1 still if you want to ride that. Uh, earlier in the week, I had Tyler Reddick, uh, 14 to 1 to win. I did grab that one on MGM Sportsbook. However, uh, those odds have shriveled up. They're getting close to fruit skins at this point. Uh, he is nine to one to win over on Caesars. You can get Tyler ten to one on Bet Rivers, as well as over on DraftKings and on FanDuel. You can get him at ten to one as well. So the best odds that you're going to be able to get on Red Dog now are definitely going to be between Bet Rivers, DraftKings, FanDuel. So pretty solid across the board at ten to one. I'm glad I was able to grab that fourteen to one earlier. He almost had the pole yesterday guys he was very close to it now when you look at the lap averages for red dog you can definitely tell that they're not as great as some others okay so 
There may be a little bit of cause for concern, some worry, but the biggest worry has been his pit crew, right? It's been him on pit road, the challenges he's had. He's in the Carolina blue. The last time he was in the Carolina blue, he went out and did his thing at Charlotte. You know, some dang dangies happened. Not today. I feel a lot more confident about pit road. I know they made some changes to his team. The pit crew athletes are different. They're not going to let Red Dog fuck this up. He's got a good car today. The lap averages may not show it that well, but as we progress on through the race, they can make some adjustments and really change things up. And that's what I really want people to remember here. Lap averages, yes, they are important. It's important to look at that every week, right? You're going to see some crazy stuff like this week. There's a crazy one. People have been talking about in the Discord all week. But remember, adjustments get made throughout the race. It's about how much confidence you have in a pit crew their ability to make a car better, listen to a driver as the race goes on. That's what I like to pay attention to. And I think that's why a lot of people are talking about, you know, grabbing William Byron today. 10 to 1 on Bet Rivers. Uh, you can get him at 12 to 1 on DraftKings. FanDuel, he's sitting pretty right now at a 14 to 1. Shout out FanDuel. They make it great. Best odds you're going to get on Willie B is over on FanDuel. He has had one of the best pit crews all year long. He is going to be a champion contender unless Rudy Fugel eats too many burritos and forgets where he is. But we're not going to bet on that. We're going to bet on the fact that Willie B could have a good day. So at 14-1, to 1, I don't mind that whatsoever. I don't know if I'm tailing that or if I'm going to ride that bet yet. But if I do, you'll be able to catch that over on my action page. So if you are familiar with the Action Network, I am a verified better over there. You go and check out my profile. You see what I'm riding with today. Those are the bets I have. The other bet that I had was Chase Elliott, 20 to 1. I grabbed this earlier in the week. Now his odds have since then shot up. You can get him 30 to 1 over on FanDuel if you want to be a believer in old in old in old Chelliot. All right, 25 to 1 on DraftKings. Bet Rivers, Chase Elliott is sitting at 28 to 1. And on Caesars, Mr. Elliott is at 25. So, best odds for Chase Elliott to win 30 to 1 on FanDuel today if you want to believe in that juju and the irony that he would win one week after missing the playoffs. I think it is a good narrative bet, it's a good uh, script bet. If you will, if you want to, if if you if you're a believer in the script, quote unquote, I think this would be a good one to ride with today. Now, I want to get in a little bit to what uh, some people have been talking about in the Discord. What I've been seeing this morning, I've been hearing some rumblings about Austin Cendrick, guys. Austin Cendrick had some of the best lap averages laid down. We all know it's no surprise that in qualifying yesterday, Ford and Toyota were the ones that were the top 10 of qualifying. Like, like the, the only guys that made the final round of qualifying drove Fords and Toyotas. There were no Chevrolets. It's crazy. So top Chevy bets are obviously going to be talked about heavily today. I've uh, been seeing some stuff out there, and we'll, we'll take a look at some of those lines as well. But the Austin Cindric bet here is, is pretty wild, right? Because you don't want to believe that Austin Cindric – this guy that's been quiet all year could 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 accomplish such a feat at a track like Darlington. It, it's just kind of sketchy. Something's not adding up here. You know, you, you want to believe it that way. I mean, you can get this guy literally 100 to 1 to win this race today. 
over on FanDuel. And, and I'm going to be honest, guys. When I see lap averages like this, the last time I trust a lap average was at a road course race. I, I'm not I'm not as crazy about it on these oval tracks because we know that the dang dangies are happening all over the place. You never know when someone's going to spin, someone's going to blow up, someone's going to wreck, someone's going to get a Darlington stripe and hit the wall. Okay, A little bit easier when I was looking at lap averages for Mike Mack, knowing he was a good road course racer on a road course and rolling with that one that I did a couple weeks ago. But I'm looking now at this at, at 100 to 1 on FanDuel, and I just feel like, man, with the lap averages, they, they, they sleeping. Something's happening. He shouldn't be this long, right? He shouldn't be. When I go to look at the, the, the record, though, let the record talk. Let the record show. we got to go look at the statistics for Mr. Austin Sendrick at Darlington. And that's where I think a lot of people were talking about like why this just is kind of a, a strange situation. This man has never really done much here at this track. Okay, he's finished. His best finish he has here was 16th last year, 2022. He started the race 6th. He finished 16th. Uh, it, it, it was the biggest slide back, the biggest backslide. In Christianity, they call it backsliding. He, he lost his way, all right, in 2022 in September. Do, do, do I think that he could potentially come out here and shine after being quiet all year? Yeah, because I'm not surprised by anything, especially after the season that we had last year where non-playoff drivers were getting wins here. So at 100-1, to 1, I want to put something really small on Austin Cendrick, maybe a little sprinkle. I'm going to have that on my action profile. You'll be able to see me log that bet here soon. But for more of the realistic approach, the realistic folks out there, we got to take a look and see it. You know, maybe it's a lot easier to believe that a top 10 will come out of Austin Cendrick starting in P14 here. So when we go look at some of these other lines, I think Bet Rivers and Caesars right now has the most out at this moment in time. And I'm going to look at Bet Rivers looking for uh, Mr. Austin Cendrick. He's plus 150 for a top 10. Uh, over on Caesars, I want to say. He's sitting somewhere around that same area. You're not going to see that long of odds on him because these guys are looking at these lap averages at the books and they're setting these odds and, and they're not stupid. Okay, it's not like 2020 where everybody was just asleep. They had McDonald's employees setting odds for these NASCAR races. We, we took all sorts of advantage of them back then. It's a little different now. But plus 150 is probably the best line I'm seeing on Austin Cedric for a top 10. I'm probably going to be rolling with that. And then if you have a little more confidence in him, you want, you want to say I believe a little bit stronger in the Austin Cedric play here today. You know, I want to go in for a top five. Let's say, let's say you want to believe in the top five here. Okay. Bet Rivers has him right now at plus 900, 9 to 1 for a top 5. That's some of the best odds I feel like we're going to see on Mr. Cendrick today. When I go over to uh, DraftKings, he's 10 to 1 for a top 3. So, Bet Rivers is going to have your best option from what I'm looking at right here for that top 5. FanDuel hasn't come out with anything other than, uh, than, than top 3s. They just dropped the top 10s as I am sitting here on this podcast recording plus 240 for a top 10 Austin Cendrick that is getting hammered immediately I am going all in with that plus 240 you heard it right here right now 
plus 240 on FanDuel, Austin Cendrick for a top 10. I'm going to try to get this wrapped up to get this out for you guys as quick as possible as I'm recording it. But uh, we're going to go ahead and move on now from the Austin Cendrick play. I love that top 10. I'm logging it right now. Plus 240, Austin Cendrick for the top 10. That's getting bet on immediately. And we're going to go all in there. Okay, so... That's getting hammered down right now. Let's go look at some of these other uh, these other statistics that we have from the lap averages yesterday. Ryan Blaney looked really good. Denny Hamlin looked really good. Martin Truex looked good, but Martin Truex, he, he flubbed. He flubbed in qualifying. I don't really know what happened. Chris Bell's on the pole. Uh, he was fifth in 10 lap averages here from what I'm looking at. Um, but Martin Truex Jr., don't know if he's going to be able to have what it takes to win here today. He has been doing great. He is the regular season champion. He could come out of nowhere. Some good pitch strategy could get him in position to win this thing. He was set as the favorite earlier in the week. Now, this is one of those situations where I do feel like Martin could climb his way through a field. Plus 650 on DraftKings to win this race today. You can also grab him over on Bet Rivers if you choose. Mr. Martin Truex Jr. is at 7-1 to one to win on Bet Rivers. And then at Caesars where William Hill, you know, William Hill basically invented betting. A little bit smarter, but he's rolling with Bet Rivers today over Mr. William Hill at Caesars. He likes the 7-1 to one as well. So I, I would say that I don't mind that bet so much from him being the favorite and now kind of backtracking, going in a backwards direction. At 7-1, to one, with the speed that he has, he should be able to saw through the field some good strategy. We know we're probably going to get at least two, three cautions in this race. I would say I, th I think it's a smart bet still, especially for what he's been able to do, what he's done here at this track in the past. I kind of like MTJ today. Red Dog already have the bet on him. I still feel good about it, but... The obvious favorites are Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin. We get some good long run today. It's a no-brainer that uh, Kyle Larson's going to be able to shake things out. But also, I just don't know how confident I am in Chevrolet now. For Chevy not to be able to, to qualify, to have any cars qualify in the top 10, it does make me a little bit nervous. I do feel like I'd, I'd be a little bit more comfortable going in the direction of a Toyota or a Ford. So, Looking at Denny, he won the Xfinity race yesterday. We, we know that. So he's coming in hot and strong. He's trying to show that he's got what it takes here. He wants to get that dub. Uh, he, he's, he's had some situations at this race where, you know, he's had to battle it out for wins. He won here a couple years back uh, battling with Kyle Larson. It seems like it's always the Denny-Kyle show when we come to Darlington. So Denny Hamlin today is the obvious favorite, especially over on Caesars. He's already down plus 375 to win this race. Uh, seeing him at plus 450 on Bet Rivers and a solid plus 400 over on DraftKings with a plus 500 line on FanDuel. So again, FanDuel is really going to be your best place to get odds on the favorites today I feel like so if you want to ride with Denny Hamlin five to one is a nice line I really am just sticking with Martin Truex Jr. at seven to one I like that one as one of the 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 favorites to win this race today I think that MTJ will can find a way so bets I will be adding obviously MTJ 
and I'm going to be looking at the uh, the Cendric top ten. I'll sprinkle a little bit on a Cendric win at ten to one uh, or a hundred to one over on FanDuel. Loving that line. And another thing I want to talk about too with with some of those new bets that I've just mentioned to you guys after P and Q is the pit stall selections, right? So we got to take a look here. Some people have been talking about Kyle Busch. He he's got the seventh pit stall right up there in the top stack. Red Dog Tyler Reddick the number 45 being in the fifth pit stall. So those are some guys right there that, that could position themselves well. And and look, if you want to believe in SHR, another one that's crazy to me based off pit stall selections, him coming in, depending on what cycle he's on, we know that their cars have been complete dog shit this season. Chase Briscoe's got him a good pit stall selection. So if you want to believe in magic, you know, big magic tricks and stuff like that, because his lap averages do not reflect much. Uh, here at all I mean he's uh, he'd be lucky to get a top 10 on with these lap averages that he has but he does have a good pit stall so depending on the strategy that he's in he might he may be able to shave off a top 10 and if he is able to get a top 10 here you're probably going to want to go look over on uh on FanDuel because he's six to one for a top 10 today Chase Briscoe he hasn't had the best record at this track but like I said if you want to believe you want to achieve Six to one for a top ten. I don't really mind that for Briscoe. I may dabble in it. I want to believe. You always want to believe in SHR, right? Especially after Ryan Priest and everything that's happened for him. So, looking at some of those guys there, I, I just got to say that with pit stall selections alone, it, it's tempting. It's a little bit tempting. I don't know if I'm going to actually do that yet or not, but it's something to look at. Now, we know that when we get into Darlington these pit stall selections can be pretty important, right? You know, because it's, it's a tight road. Uh, it's a tight race. It's a tight track. You got to be able to get in and get out quickly. You want to be able to have a driver that's got him a, a good uh, spot to where he's not going to worry too much about wrecking another guy or getting in with another guy. Tyler Reddick has that gap, right? So he's got that gap right there in that first box between one and seven. Denny Hamlin also has a space in front of him when you move back to the second row on pit road. He is in the eighth pit stall. He's got a good gap. That's good news for Denny, especially having the lap averages he has, being in the situation that he's in, wanting to win here to do a little weekend sweeperoo at the track. So if you are going to be rolling with Denny Hamlin today, he's got a great spot and a great stall. Now, I want to go and look and see where our guy MTJ is going to be posted up at today. The 19 is looking like he is in the 28th pit stall. He's going to be wedged in between Michael McDowell and uh, I was about to say Jimmy Johnson, but Alex Bowman. All right, so Mike Mack and him, you may see some squabbling. It makes me a little bit nervous now that I am noticing this. It does make me a, a tidbit nervous with Mike Mack. But the good news is, is that I feel a lot more confident in MTJ's crew than I do in Mike Mack's crew, Michael McDowell's. So by the time, it's almost like he has a space, right? Because I feel like some pit penalties are coming from Michael McDowell this week. You, It's kind of a given every week, week in and week out. He's got the space between them, but he's going to need it because that crew's probably going to take a lot longer than MTJ's will coming in. He should be able to get out and be fine, and he'll have him a nice little cushion there. So it could be for the best now that I'm thinking about it. I'm going to stay positive on that. 
Uh, Joey Logano also has a good pit stall uh, with a gap in front of him. So he's got the black box in front of him. Nobody there uh, between him and A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse is behind him in pit box 33. So Logano is another one I've seen some people talk about. Uh, you know, you never know with him, right? He could come out. He's done it before. He shocked the world and surprised us all. And when you go look at his odds, I mean, we, we've, got, we've got Mr. Joseph L., Mr. Joey Logano, uh, the, the man with the mop top, you know, the new fresh hair. 25 to 1 to win this race today. He could be sneaky. It could be shocking. But it also depends on if you want to believe in the fact that, yes, he has had kind of those championship hangover woes. So it just really depends. You could put a little bit down and still have a nice day with him. So I don't mind it as much. But just wanted to throw that out there based off of the pit stall selections, the pit stall categories, situations. Um, you also are going to have Ryan Blaney that's going to have a spot in front of him that he's like right behind the Monster Energy pit box. Uh, so uh, he's got a little bit of cushion as well. So those are just some guys that have some cushion that are going to be in this run today. Chris Busher has a cushion in front of him. So... Just to reiterate, drivers that have cushions on pit road should have some pretty cush days today on pit road would be Tyler Reddick, Chris Busher, Kevin Harvick being right in front of the NBC pit box. He's got him a nice little wedge, and I really love Kevin's because he's right by the start-finish line. There is a gigantic gap between him and Chase Elliott, uh, so I really do like that for him. Uh, also, Michael McDowell has that spot in front of him. Joey Logano has an empty spot. And then you're going to have Ryan Blaney having another empty spot as well. So those are the drivers that have some cush pit stall selection spots today. Just wanted to let you guys know that. But uh, just to recap, I like the Austin Cendric top 10 on FanDuel plus 240. I'm going to be hammering that one. I might sprinkle a little bit on Cendric just based off the averages at 100 to 1 on FanDuel. Uh, I like the MTJ 7 to 1 line. Uh, I feel like he would be able to shave some things off. Don't mind it as much. Uh, it would be good to see him come out strong. He hadn't won here in a while. The obvious favorite, Denny Hamlin. I don't mind it. Uh, he's going to have him a little bit of a gap between him and Kyle uh, Bush today. So I like those. And then, of course, the bets that I'm already on, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Tyler Reddick, not going back on those. And I did take an Austin Dillon top 10. So hopefully this has helped you guys a little bit today, giving you a little bit more knowledge than you, you previously had. And don't forget, playback.tv slash garage, guys. I want to see you there at 5 o'clock. Come sweat bets with me. I'm also going to be watching the IndyCar race at Portland at 2.30 p.m., Central Time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on playback.tv slash garage guys. So if you do have some bets on the IndyCar race and you want to come and vibe with us over there, come make it happen. It's going to be a great day. Twitter space for DFS will probably be live sometime around, I would say, maybe let's go with a, a 3.30, 3.45 p.m. Central Time. We'll go Central Time with that. So... 3.30, so 4.30, Eastern Time. I'll probably be doing a Twitter space going over some DFS plays that I like on DraftKings for the NASCAR Cookout Southern 500. This has been 
the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast post-practice and qualifying betting update. I'm Chase Holden, and I'm going to say goodbye, and I'm going to see you when I see you. Take care.